Did you guys watch that game last night? Did everybody tune in to Game 7 of the Eastern Conference Finals? I mean, I'm still in awe of what I witnessed last night. Complete awe. Eight straight NBA Finals. Let that sink in for a second. Eight fucking straight Finals. The last time LeBron James wasn't in the NBA Finals... I was 20 years old. There was no Netflix. There was no Uber. Fuck. There was no Snapchat or Instagram. Insane. Chris Kamen was an all-star in the NBA. Chris Kamen. That game last night, I mean, LeBron James single-handedly threw that team of scrubs on his back with no help with no Kevin Love, for God's sakes. The man was out with a concussion. He threw these dudes on his back like a fucking backpacker cruising through Southeast Asia with one of those gigantic backpacks. You know what I'm talking about. And he willed this team to victory. Absolutely willed them. I have never seen that much determination. He's the greatest player of all time. I, I, don't, I don't give a fuck what anybody says anymore. I, I don't care if you're a Kobe fan, a Jordan fan, whatever. No player, not Kobe, not MJ, no player in the history of this basketball league could do what LeBron James has done. Jeff Van Gundy said it last night. Jeff Van Gundy said that carrying this team of, of scrubs, well, he didn't say scrubs, but I'm saying scrubs, Carrying the team that he had to the finals may be the single greatest accomplishment in LeBron James' career. It's almost fucking surreal. The man has made Jose Calderon an NBA finalist. Sheesh. I was watching the game, and it was back and forth, back and forth for most of the game. Most of three quarters, three and a half quarters probably, it was back and forth. It could have gone either way. The Celtics were playing great basketball. They were at home. You know, the Cavs weren't turning over either. They were playing some good ball. But you genuinely did not know who the fuck was going to win. I think I blinked. I might have blinked. And the King awoke from his slumber. I mean, he just took over the fucking game. He got Corver and Green involved on the wings. Jeff Green. Jeff Green was his co-pilot all night. Uh, like, it's, it's, it's still blowing my mind. As I was tuning in for the last few minutes of this game, you could just see Braun picked up the pace. He started making passes. He started grabbing the rebounds. He started leading the fast break. And did you see that block on Terry Rozier? Mama, there goes that man. The GOAT. He is the GOAT. He's the greatest player of all time. There's no fucking debate left. There's absolutely none. Listen, the Celtics should not hang their heads. They should absolutely hold their heads very, very high. Not a single person on this planet, not even the fucking Celtics locker room, probably thought they, they would get this far. If you told me, if you told me at the start of training camp, when the Celtics 
had a healthy Kyrie and a healthy Gordon Hayward. If you told me way back then that those Celtics were going to make the NBA Finals, I would have said, nah. If you told me then, after game one of the NBA season, when Gordon Hayward went down, if you told me that the Boston Celtics were going to make the NBA Finals or get close with Kyrie Irving at the helm, I would have thought you were fucking nuts. Then if you told me, okay, if you told me that the Boston Celtics were going to be one win away from the NBA Finals without Gordon Hayward, without Kyrie Irving, and led by a rookie, I would have had you admitted. I, I honestly would have had you admitted. These guys fucking balled their asses off. Not just in this series, but in the entire playoffs. There is no shame in losing to the greatest player on earth. Unless maybe you're the Raptors and get swept in the second round as a number one seed. But I, I digress. The Celtics, fuck. I've talked about it before. They're a complete team. They have an extremely bright future ahead of them. They have nearly all their guys under contract for next year, uh, I think, except for Marcus Smart and maybe a couple of others, but Danny Ainge is a smart man. He's, he's going to do what he needs to do. I think with a fully healthy roster, they should be set to dominate the East. Anybody that says, oh, they're better without Hayward, they're better without Kyrie, you're an idiot. They're not. Kyrie, Kyrie Irving is a perennial superstar. He is a top 10 NBA player. Gordon Hayward's a top 25 NBA player. I don't care what team you add those two guys to, they will... Uh, get better. There's there's just nothing around that. The only question I do have about the Celtics going forward, and I'm going to pose it to you guys and leave it at that, is who starts? Who starts next year? I mean, I personally think Jason Tatum is the second best player on this team. But I, I, I can't, you know, discredit Hayward because I just said he's a top 25 player and we have to wait to see what he can do. But can Hayward and Tatum coexist? If they can, I mean, they play the same position. If if uh, Brad Stevens, D Stevens does some lineup shuffling and he starts both Tatum and Hayward next year, what happens to Jalen Brown? Does Jalen Brown go to the bench? Where does, where does Al Horford go? Does Tatum move to the four and Horford to the five? It's going to be a lot of questions for the men in green, but I'll tell you right now, those are some good questions to have. So as LeBron sits on his throne tonight and ices his body after playing 48 fucking minutes last night, which is beyond incredible, he's awaiting the outcome of tonight's game between the Rockets and the Warriors. Uh, side note, first time since 1979, both conference finals have gone to a game seven. I, I think that's pretty cool. Uh, if you're a basketball fan, regardless of what team you support, Game 7s are, are insane. Game 7s are always heart-stopping, fun-filled, and obviously if last night's any indication, they, they usually don't disappoint. I think that this game tonight, Game 7, between the Warriors and the Rockets, hinges on one man, Christopher Emmanuel Paul. And yes, that's his full name. Google it if you don't believe me. It's, it's simple, really. If he plays tonight, which at the time of this recording is still up in the air, the Rockets should be favored because they're at home and he's been a fucking stud all series. But, and this is probably the biggest but of the playoffs so far, if Chris Paul's out, the Rockets don't stand a chance. Look at last game. 
game six. They got fucking annihilated without CP. They they held their own for a little bit. They were the the first half was close. Um, I think they might have even been up in the first half. But as the game progressed, um, Harden just was not able to shoulder that much of a load. He can't do it. Harden's known for choking in the playoffs. He didn't choke in game six. Uh, even though they didn't win, I wouldn't consider that a choke because he did put up good numbers and he played well. But game seven, a trip to the NBA Finals on the line, you don't have Chris Paul. I just, I don't see Harden and, and the rest of the Rockets doing it. I, I don't. If CP's out, there's just too much firepower on Golden State's roster for the Rockets to compete with. Clay, Clay Thompson, last game, fucking went off. 35 points. Nobody could stop him. He just kept knocking down threes. I remember watching the game with my brother, and he he must have hit four or five threes in a row. And my brother turned to me and straight up asked, dude, I haven't taken my eyes off the TV for the past 10 minutes, and I don't think I have seen Clay Thompson miss a three-pointer of you. Like, he, I, he's automatic. Clay is, is on another level. When he gets in one of those microwave heat modes, there's no stopping him. Steph has been, um, you know, he's been good. He's been, he hasn't been MVP Steph, but he's been pretty good all series. And that's scary for the Rockets because he hasn't gone off yet. So if he breaks out tonight, that's, it's over. That's another thing the Rockets need to be worried about. I know a lot of people are sick of seeing the Warriors in the finals. They're, they're always there. They're just, they're, they're that good. And if LeBron's already there, if he's already made his way there, it only makes sense to complete the narrative and have the dubs join him for the fourth straight time. I'm a fan of that. I like storylines. I think if the Celtics would have beaten the Cavaliers, it would have been nice to have the Rockets in there, two fresh new teams. But I think that since the Cavs are in there, it only makes sense that the Warriors jump in too. I'm picking the Warriors to win tonight because, as I said, I just don't think the Rockets have enough juice. I won't be pissed if they prove me wrong, though. I guess we'll wait and see. All right. Thanks for tuning in. Peace.